Hey guys, and thanks for joining us. The Society Sports MLS Motorway. We are talking today about the power rankings that were put out on MLS Complex by uh, Matt Coles. We're talking about where we agree, where we disagree. Thank you for joining us at ID Sports. This week, MLS power rankings were put out on MLS Complex. That is kind of the topic for today. First of all, what are power rankings? Power rankings are a sports rating system uh, based on the the last couple competitions for each team. They are not indicative of standings or predictions, just what a guy thinks based on the last couple games that have been played. Alex, what, you have some experience with power rankings, right? Yeah, I think we all can agree that DC United is last, so we're not even going to talk about that today. Yeah, we have a, a couple places we pick spots where we disagree. Teams we think should be ranked higher, teams we think should be ranked lower. Again, this is just one guy's ratings, um, and they're not indicative of standings, just based on where the team is right now. Um, th this, if you're thinking, am I scared to play this team? Do I want to play this team? That's what your power rankings are. And we're going to start off, Alex, with the San Jose Earthquakes. I'm going to turn it over to you. Yeah, yeah I'm ranked number 19, uh, you know. I don't see, you know, Chicago Fire sees ranked number 20th. You cannot tell me that San Jose Earthquakes are better than Chicago Fire with or without, you know, the, the international players being called up. I mean, I know they're just below, I think they're ninth place in the West, one point behind the top eight make the playoffs. But you look at some of the results they've had in September. 7-1 to Seattle, loss. 6-1 to Portland, loss. 5-0 to Colorado, loss. I know they just. I think they won a couple games in the last week or two, but you know, even the coach Almeida says their roster is not up to par for MLS standards to go far. To me, you know, to rank 19th and have uh, how many seven, eight teams ranked below them, I just don't see. I think they're way, way too high. Uh, they're losing Vaco now uh, to the Georgia national team, another creative player. They can. I mean, who's I don't know who else is going to step up for them. Again, I know they've done some things in the bubble, but since then, like I said, some of the results we just talked about. You can't be a top 20 team losing 7-1, 6-1, I mean, you know, I know Absolutely. you beat the Galaxy. Galaxy's struggling, but to me, number 19 is way too high. They beat LAFC and Galaxy back-to-back, -back, but I think that was less uh, an indicator of what is as more of an indicator of that. Those teams just weren't right during those times. Okay, I'm going to head on, and I'll talk about the Chicago Fire team you just mentioned. They are ranked 20th out of 26th in the MLS Complex uh, power rankings. Uh, that just doesn't make any sense to me. Again, they're a spot after the Quakes. Um, they're at absolutely Chicago Fires on the outside looking in. They have 18 goals, 19 goals against. They're at negative one. They only have 13 points out of 11 games so far, but they've actually been in pretty good form, the Chicago Fire, as of late. Robert Barich, goal in each of the last five games, and Fabian Herbers with three goals and an assist in that time. This Chicago Fire has momentum. Over the last seven games, two wins, three draws, and th two losses. That's actually better than they've been doing all season long. That would put them about the middle spot. That would put them maybe 15th, 16th, if you're just going on that. Um, you know, Listen, Alex, Chicago is a soccer city, and I think we both have said many times, uh, MLS is better when Chicago has a functioning team. That's exactly what I think they have. They do have difficult times coming up. Gaston Jimenez and uh, Miguel Navarro are going to be on international duty, which is a loss. But I think the form and the momentum is going to carry this team on. They face K, uh, South Sporting KC, who's going to be missing Polito. They also have DC United, which is missing every player on the field. So I said it. I came in hard, DC. You stink. 
Um, uh, maybe they should know how to sub by put, put, do a legal substitution also in middle game. What is this, middle school? I mean, seriously. Chicago Fire, awesome. 20 of 26. What a joke. They deserve better. Alex, we're going to head over to you. And you want to talk about the FC Dallas? Yeah, they got him ranked number 11, FC Dallas. Uh, I just watched a game this weekend against Columbus. 2-2. They could have won that game. They were running all over the field. They had a bunch of 17, 18, 19-year-olds each year. It doesn't matter who gets hurt. They just plug another kid from the academy. What, what FC Dallas is doing and Lucha Gonzalez, the coach, is doing over there is tremendous job for U.S. soccer and MLS. Uh, to me, number 11, I, I think they should be higher. I mean, I know they're sitting in the West. I mean, they're sitting. They're in the sixth spot in the Western Conference, but there's only six points out of the top number one seat, and no one's talking about them. With Seattle, with uh, you know, uh, Sporting Kansas City, with the LA franchises, uh, Portland. No one seems to be talking about FC Dallas. But I watched that game. They had Brian Reynolds, who's just stepped in for Reggie Kenny. They signed him to a multi-year deal. This kid is 19 years old. He's already on the U.S. national team radar. Uh, Dante Sealy, this I think the kid's 17. He was creating havoc in a box against Columbus. They couldn't stop him. Tanner Tessman, the ex, uh, was going to go to Clemson to be a field goal kicker. This kid is was tremendous, and they're all over 19 years old. They just plug and play. It doesn't matter who's out. Paxton Pomico could be out. Jesus Ferreira could be out. It doesn't matter to me. To me, this is an exciting team to watch. They're going to run you up. They can run up and down the fields. To me, they should be hired in number 11. Absolutely, completely agree for me. Now, one team, team that we talk about quite a bit that I'm a little lower on is New York Red Bull, 13 of 26. They're exactly at the halfway spot. Um, and I think, you know, this is power ranking. So I think there's a bit of uh, recency bias here. They uh, went out, scored eight goals in two games over the last week, but it kind of brought back down to earth. I think that that bump is from that and not the previous games. Um, they're still very much the team that Arm is left behind. Um, the difference was one game of finishing and one game against Montreal, who's going to make everyone look better when they're on the field. Uh, they can't score on the counter. Red Bull can't score on a breakaway. Red Bull can't break down a defense. Red Bull cannot score from outside the box, and they can't compare to the quality of DPs that we have in 2020. Um, again, they're ranked 13th top half. I just don't see it, Alex. Uh, especially now with Kaku and Caceres being out for international duty. You saw the game against Orlando this week, national game on Channel 5. They just, you know, they got a lucky goal for the Rebels, but Orlando was just a better team. Exactly. And, for a uh, team that's ranked about halfway through the league, you'd think they have, they'd have their plus two goal differential. Hey, that makes sense. You're, you're, you should be about even if you're a middle of the pack team. Eight of those last 17 goals came in two starts. Right. Again, against they, Inter Miami and DC United, arguably two of the worst teams in. In, in the Eastern Conference, if not of all uh, all of M MLS. Again, Red Bulls, to me, uh, we got a new coach coming in. Things are looking up for the team, but I agree with you. Number 13 should, seems just a little, little too high. You, in the power yeah. rankings, they are 11 spots ahead of Cincy, and uh, Cincy beat them twice. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's uh, exactly. not really making good stuff here. Yeah, you said uh, Struber's coming in. Uh, it should be, I think I saw six weeks with Visa stuff. Um, but again, Red Bull, they're ranked 13th. That is not a reflection of what they've done in 2020 so far, and I cannot agree with that ranking, Alex. I'm with you on that. I'm 100%. Now you're going to take on Atlanta United. Yeah, Atlanta United, uh, ranked number 16. I mean, this team has been chaos all year. Frank DeBoer. P.T. Martinez, Joseph Martinez, Barco, I mean, I, does he even play anymore? We don't know if he's injured or what's not. Uh, they, 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 I know they were like right around the 8th, ninth spot, and all 10 teams in the East make it. But up to like two weeks ago, we thought they were one of the worst teams in the Eastern Conference. To be ranked 16, I mean, I, I, I don't see it. 
Two, two, and five in their last nine is not. I know they beat DC nine and four nothing. That should not rank you that high because of one win. Adam John is their starting forward for Christ's sakes. I mean, you know, I know John Gallagher's looked all right. George Bellows looked okay. I know they just signed a new DP. Uh, let me pull up his name from Argentina. They're all, uh, Marcelino Moreno. They're hearing good things. He's going to be the new number 10. But until I see him on the field, I cannot, you know, raise their profile. To me, number 16, Atlanta. I still think Chicago Fire are better on paper, and Chicago Fire might make the top 10. If they do, I think Atlanta is going to be outside looking in for the playoffs. I absolutely think so, too. They're 2-2-5 two, two, and five in their last nine games. Teams that they've lost to include Orlando, Miami, Nashville, Miami again, and Chicago. Um, again, they beat Dallas and DC, but that's not. Who, well, who, Dallas, who, who that, that was a fluke. That was a fluke. But to me, uh, I don't see. I, I don't think they're number. I don't think they're, there's, you know, 10 teams worse, you know, than Atlanta. They're towards the bottom five to me. Absolutely. Now we're talking again power rankings, which is a reflection of the last couple competitions a team has played. Who are you scared to play? Who do you want to play? Now, I don't know if the author was just being edgy. But he ranked the LA Galaxy 23 out of 26. You know what? I agree. Galaxies look disappointing this season. They're not in great form. But 23 out of 26 on the LA Galaxy, Alex. I, don't, I saw that. I was like, it's got to be a time. I know they're losing a lot of games, and Chicharito has done absolutely nothing. I know Chicharito had, a, I think his wife had a baby today, the last day or two. I don't have a baby. I don't know if that's out of his mind. A lot of times that we've talked about this, sometimes you come to MLS from Mexico, from Europe, South America, Africa. MLS is a very physical league with the travel, the humidity, stuff like that. Some guys take long to adapt. Chicharito was injured when he got here. Seems like he's never gotten off his feet to get started. Pavone got hot. Then he got cold. Legette looks good. But the, again, LA Galaxy, the back line to me is always a question mark. And that's why, I, I mean, 23 is a little too high. Now, I think that most <laughs> they said they dropped five spots in this past week and they lost to the Quakes. Which Quakes is a problem. against LA Galaxy, yeah, that is a problem. But you know what, Quakes yeah. and Galaxy, that's an OG rivalry. Yeah, of course. They're, they're, they're going to come out You throw heart. the records out. You throw the records out when there's a rivalry like that. That is an, that is an old-time, old-school MLS rivalry. They do not like each other. And, you know, San Jose was up for the challenge. They're 0-1-3 over their past four. But before that, they were 4-0 with four straight wins. LAFC twice, Timbers, and who else? The Quakes. So you know it's <laughs> a team that they can stomp on. So, I, again, I think it's a little bit of an aberration. I think they are playing poorly. There's no doubt that LA Galaxy is not the cream of the league this year. As they but if they pass. get in, if they get in, that's not you do not want to play them. Twenty three out of twenty six, absolutely <laughs> yeah. not. They're going to miss uh, Jonathan Dos Santos and Rolf Felcher to uh, international duty. But again, uh, power ranks just are supposed to be a reflection of what's happened so far this year, opposed to where the teams are absolutely right now. LAFC twenty three is a joke. You got to move that up, bump those numbers up. Alex, we're going to head over to you, Sporting. Yeah, Sporting Kansas City, they have him at number seven. Uh, Alan Polito, to me, is one of the best forwards in the game. He was just MLS Player of the Week. They're in third place, only one point out of second. You know, quietly, they're getting under the radar. Peter Vermey is one of the better coaches in MLS. Uh, Gianluca Busio has been a revelation this year. The young kid stepped into the midfield role and being a general, spraying the ball all over the field. Again, Alan Polito, I know he's going to be out, but when you play sport in Kansas City, you know, Johnny Russell, they're a feisty type team. To me, I think should be a couple I think they should be a couple spots higher than number seven, to be honest with you. They're, like I said, they could be a second they could be a second place in the in the West very easily, like a snap of the fingers. Polito's one of the best scorers in the league. When he comes back, there'll be playoff time. Can't sporting Kansas City is gonna be a dangerous, they dangerous will be team in a spot to, to be in the playoffs. They did beat Minnesota in Houston, but lost to Dallas and Orlando. Their upcoming schedule features NYCFC, Chicago, Nashville, and a couple points. 
and a couple points. Um, again, we're going to be talking about case, uh, SKC a lot this offseason. Um, really, really good team. Again, the power ranking just does, does don't think reflects that. Um, and we're going to finish up today with the team that we got to see in person last week. Team that is way too high on this. And that is the Montreal Impact, ranked 17 out of 26. Alex, can you name nine teams that are worse than the Montreal Impact? I would think off the top of my head, I can. I, I'm a little surprised at the ranking system. Even Henri has talked about the challenges not playing in Montreal, not practicing uh, international duty. They have a red card every game. They're missing a every player. Every game. I mean, that's going to kill yeah. your team. They are 4-2-6 and six this season, 24 goals against. That's the third highest in the league. They're 0-1-4 in their last four, and they gave up 16 goals in that span. I cannot imagine Montreal being only 17th out of 26. I'm moving them down, 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 down. Um, they will lose Lassie Laplainen and uh, Juka. I, I, you know, the other Finnish guy, the other Finnish guy, right? Yeah. And they do lose the goalies and the goalies out too for international duly. That's a big loss for them. Diop. So that's, that's a problem. Oh uh, no, I, Diop will be staying. I believe. I, I think he, oh, okay. they canceled that today. Um, he he okay. he was called up, but I believe there's uh, you know these players. Some countries they have to quarantine for 20 days when they come back or whatever. So I think uh, Diop will will remain. But uh, either way, um, they Lapa are Nunes currently ahead of Fire, Dynamo, Cincy, and RSL. All teams that I have ranked higher. Yeah, they're not they're not better than RSL. Um, Definitely not. And uh, yeah, their only wins post. MLS is back is DC twice to Vancouver and actually they actually look good against Toronto but we know again that's a rivalry they rivalry play game. all the time neutral so field this and team neutral is basically field. Uh, inept cannot defend they're giving up four goals every single time out in Montreal again I cannot justify them being only 17th out of 26 teams too high for me Alex I agree with you I think it should be a few spots lower we were at the game a couple weeks ago we saw a you know, 4-1 blow up by the Rebels they have problems defensively they don't have a real stud center forward uh, red, like a red card waiting to happen every game. It seems like about four out of five games I've had a red card. Yeah, yeah. Uh, to me, you know, I, I don't like the 17 is way too high for me for Montreal. I, and you know, their offense might get right and that's fine. But then they'll be they losing, they game, don't, they don't have losing they don't, games five to six and that's not somewhere you want to be in MLS either. I mean, they, you know, Riotti, I, I guess, is their studs, I mean, is their center forward, but to me, he's just middle of the pack from West. They need a bona fide striker for me to take them seriously, Montreal. Rudy, um, Boyan looked fantastic, uh, passing up to Lassie Lapalainen, but um, consistency is key. When you have red cards, you can't do that, and this defense is just terrible. This has been I-80 Sports, guys. Thank you for joining Adios. us. Have a great week.